This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Instagram. Ah, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. For the first time uh, ever, we are live on the gram. So we are going to be posting more things on the gram. Talk to my good buddy Chris Phillips over the Spurs Up show. Um, welcome, Graham Nation. Because AYS is here, AYS is coming, pause. But nevertheless, welcome to all those who are watching us, will be watching us. I don't know if that's how it works on the gram, but we are here and we are here to stay. Nevertheless, good to have you with us. We have a massive show in store for you tonight. We are not guesting because we have so much we have to dive into. Today, your boy was out at LSU practice. Garrett Nussmeyer letting that thing rip, huh? <laughs> you could call him Franklin, Franklin D. Roosevelt because he was out there dropping dimes. We'll talk about that. Talk about Ricky Collins. Uh, defense, man, I got to admit. Now, we did this write-up today on AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, which like 60 of you subscribe today. On the forum, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum, we gave a practice report. What did we see? What do we hear? We talk about that a little bit here tonight on the show. Also, you know, it's early signing day eve. Some things we are hearing, some things we aren't hearing. But it's recruiting and things change and it click and it just a snap of the fingers. So we'll talk about uh, that as well. 
Was going to do this last night, did not have the time, but we will go around college football, other things that are happening, stuff like Corey Foreman hitting the portal. We talked a little bit about Tackett Curtis and things I'm hearing on Tackett Curtis, and just we'll, we'll, we'll dive into a lot of it. We got a lot of things we need to touch on. Does DJ Lagway flip tomorrow? Does he go somewhere else? Was Auburn able to close some things out? And by the way, why? And again, I've talked way too glowingly about this team in the last 72 hours to a week. Why people continue to doubt Nick Saban is beyond me. Because tomorrow fireworks are going to go off. I'm pretty much feel safe that no fireworks are coming off inside of the state of Louisiana with Nick Saban, though. Nevertheless, I digress. We got lots and lots to discuss here tonight practice report is going to be a bigger one some things that we saw you know that I love these practice reports I love being able to get my eyes personally out there to see these dudes so yeah it's gonna be fun uh and as we do every Tuesday and Thursday hashtag as like so no guesting we don't have time to guest like we do not have time to get to to, to guest with without a shadow of a doubt had no business whatsoever guesting so it is what it is. All right. Let's get to a couple of these comments here. Uh, I see Billy Lucci. Yeah, I, I see your comments in here too. Billy Lucci just sent back, stick with it. LSU Capital may be a top 10 source among LSU outlets one day. Yeah, this dude's a, this dude's a jerk, man. This, this dude's a jerk. So, I, I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – stoop myself to what Billy Lucci says about LSU. Brother, you tried to hire LSU's offensive coordinator and it backfired on you. It backfired on you. So, yeah. And listen, there are some things that we'll talk in the practice report too. You know, like there are some things that guys like Billy Lucci are going to shoot, take shots at LSU possibly in the next 72 hours. You'll understand when we talk about it, but I, I'm not. I'm not entertaining myself. Not entertaining myself. Robert Richard says uh, Armani Goodwin to UAB. I did not see that. I did not see that. Good for him, man. Uh, goes back home. Goes back home. That's. I mean, he's from that area. Yeah, he's from that area. Good. Good for him, man. Good for him. I'm. I'm happy for him. Um. Yeah, right here. 14 hours ago, uh, he's committed to UAB. I did not see that. Good for him. Good for him. Thank you for you guys um, uh, watching out for that. Uh, Bro337 says he's watching from Honolulu, Hawaii. Good to have you in here with us. Good to have you in here with us uh, as well. LSU Capital on Instagram. We are live on the gram. Says Billy Lutri secretly wishes he was still an LSU fan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not entertaining myself. And Capital, neither should you. Neither should you. The dudes are Rudy Pooh. Couple of super chats flying in here. Look at Leighton Linder. What's up, my man? With a $19.99 super chat. Says, hey, Blake, sorry, been out of pocket lately and just watching the show after it streams. Would you be against Antonio Brown making a special appearance on your show or Chandler Jones, maybe both? At one time, Merry Christmas. 
Um, Chandler Jones, I, I will do Chandler Jones. In reference to Antonio Brown, I don't know about that. But it sounds as if here, Leighton, that you have a connection to those gentlemen. Uh, we can talk about it. DM me, buddy. DM me. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. But thank you, nevertheless, for the super chat. Antonio Brown, man. I, I, I just feel like if I have Antonio Brown on my platform, he'll get me demonetized. That's the only, pro- that's the only problem I have with Antonio Brown. Broad337 with a $199 super chat says, Hashtag Ask Blake, is Swan that guy brought in to start? So, bro, thank you for the $199 super chat. Uh, we're going to talk about that a lot. Um, is he brought in here to start? No, he is not. But today made things a lot more clear, at least in my opinion, uh, in reference to um, why they brought him in. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in this practice report. We'll talk about it. But thank you for the Super Chat, but I promise you it's like number two on uh, my list um, of things to talk about as to why. Uh, Conrad says, no, that's South Alabama. UAB is not South Alabama. Right? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Barry B with a $5 Super Chat says, what have you hired on Tack and Curtis? So I know that there's an article out there, um, and I'm not trying to di- dispute or argue the point. I've just heard differently. There have been people who have said that they have heard that Tackett Curtis has been contacted by LSU and that they're pursuing him and that, you know, the staff is. So let me tell you what is coming out around M- Manny, Louisiana, not like coming out of LSU. What's coming out of Manny, Louisiana is, and I've heard, I heard this last night, heard it again this morning, was that Tackett Curtis was told that no defensive staff changes were being made. Not true. And that LSU told him that they needed him more than like anybody in this class. Also not true. I would not be surprised if they get through tomorrow and if they contact him maybe after a bowl game, if he's not committed somewhere. I don't know if LSU's necessarily in the market. And to be honest with you, Barry B., um, and this is just being real. Um, I think I, I don't mean this in the wrong way because the kid's a 205 pound freshman. He did not look good in the pack at all. So with that being said, um, no, I don't feel good. I, I we'll have to wait and see. We got we 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 will see, we will see. Yeah, uh, guys, UAB's in Birmingham. It's not in South Alabama. It's not in South Alabama. I was just somebody was texting me. I was just making sure it wasn't something important. And you have to do that during early signing day. I'm like, oh shit, here comes recruiting. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. If you're on the Instagram, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to share, I don't know how to do any of that, but what you can do, what you can help us with. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you can share it, if you know how to share it, do it for us. Help us out here. Hit the like, follow us on Instagram. If you're not doing so already, we greatly appreciate you doing that. Where if you're, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification, but all of that good stuff. Thank you so much. All right, let's get to our first break. But before we do that, let me do this. Before we do that, I got to talk. I got to talk glowingly about my guy Tyler Alexander over at LPT Realty, guys. Not only if you're looking for for to like sell or buy your home, but also. If you're a realtor anywhere in the United States, like if you sell real estate anywhere in the United States, you need to give my guy a call, okay? Tyler, get with him, dude. Like, you got to get with him. Tons of passive income opportunity with him and other groundbreaking opportunities in your future. Also, if you want to be a realtor and learn more about it, give my guy a call today. The phone number will be inside the promo code. You know the jingle already, 225 you know it. You know it. Why do I have to tell you? You know it. All right. <laughs> but just in case you don't know it, let's give it to you. Let's give it to you. Hold on. Because I don't, for whatever reason, I, why can I not get it? 225-955-0008. And he will either get your home sold or you can be a realtor and you can go with him. Got a lot to discuss. Let's talk about practice things that we saw next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. Super chats flying in like crazy. My man Layton said, sorry, dude, just a joke. I know, man. I, I, I feel you, but I thought you might have had a plug. Pause. He said, hope you and your wife and your kids have a great holiday season. You too, my man. He says, some people pay too much attention to 2-4 sports ratings. I agree with that. LSU has some, some special incoming players from high school. 1,000%. 
One thousand percent. I look. If you can get Chandler Jones on the show, I will gladly have Chandler Jones on the show. I know you're just joking, but nevertheless, I would love it. And yes, I agree with you. We'll talk about that about our early signing day stuff. Dane Bergeron with a twenty dollars super chat says, "Blake, I need some advice." Oh Lord. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Oh man. He says, my girlfriend, my new girlfriend is a 24K Italian and drop dead gorgeous. I was invited slash told I was spending Christmas with her family. That I bet you were. I want to know what I am in for. I don't want to wind up sleeping with the fish. Okay. (laughs) So, Dane, let me give you some Italian Christmas advice. Number one. Do not be startled by yelling. Do not be startled by arguing. You may think by the end of your Christmas that everybody in that family hates one another. The truth is they all love each other, and you better not argue yourself with them. There are three things that you do not talk about at an Italian uh, dinner. Some of them you kind of pretty much already know. But number one, do not talk about the Catholic faith. If you do... Your ass is in trouble. Number two, do not say anything ill will towards, not the guy running, but John F. Kennedy Jr. Do not say anything about John F. Kennedy Jr. If you want, if you want to know why, ask your girlfriend to explain as to why. And number three, and the biggest, and I mean the biggest, biggest thing you better not do okay do not pass up any food that grandmama or mama tries to give you if mama tries to give you some dessert you better just eat it pause but eat it do not say no ma'am to the woman's mama don't do it then if you disrespect if you disrespect mama you will be sleeping with the fishes. I promise you, you will be sleeping with the fishes. Let me repeat. Don't say anything about the Catholic Church. Don't say anything ill will towards uh, John F. Kennedy. And if mama says, can you please do this for me, do it. Now, if they start arguing and debating with you, you better be able to fire right back. If they call your mama ugly, you better say, well, maybe don't say anything about their mama, especially if you're with them. But you better start making fun of what they're doing. All right? Just saying, Italians are a special breed. All right, let's talk about this practice report. Let's take a little shot from the little whiskey glass here. Mm, mm -mm. Uh, Before we get rolling. Oh, that's some good whiskey right there, boy. Some really good whiskey. Thank you all to uh, all of you who have been sending our super chats. Most of you who do not know, that really helps our show grow today but let's do this today we i say we i went to lsu football practice we also are allowed to be there thursday don't know if i'll be able to make it thursday but was there today couple things that i wanted to check out number one attendance because i said on the jordy holberg show on monday i i think i said it on here i don't remember because i do like three radio hits on mondays uh, Sean Fox's uh, show in, in the mornings uh, up there in Shreveport, Mon- Shreveport, Monroe. 
they asked about Sage Ryan, uh, completely uh, said that on Monday, I think he would be back at practice when we were there on Tuesday. Well, today he was, he was back. So in reference to attendance, there were a couple guys I wanted to see. Number one, is Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. actually back? Is there any, you know, were they fluffing with this, Pauls, but were they just showing us something on social media and these guys aren't at practice? No, that wasn't the case. Brian Thomas Jr. and Malik Neighbors were a full go today at practice. The time that we saw was a team period, okay, between the offense and the defense. First offense versus first defense, Okay. And it's not as if that they were playing some pity pat seven on seven. They were tackling. They were hitting. And there were a lot of things that we saw. So I'm glad to see Sage Ryan, who was, and he posted on his social media, intending to enter the transfer portal, is back on the team. Now, a lot of you, when he went in the portal, uh, let's just call it what it is, you trash the man. You talk a lot of trash about the man. And look, he did not have and has not had to date a you know the the seasons or the career at LSU that you would intend from a five star to have. By this time, a any five star that you would recruit, you would think or hope that he would be getting ready for the draft, right? Like five star dudes always after year three, if they hit and they pan out the way that you want them to, they're not going to be back. Sage is not in that boat and. He has two more years, believe it or not, because of COVID, that he can play here. Two more years that he can be here. Now, he ran with the second team. So let's get into this practice report. There was another guy that I was looking out for, too. That was Makai Wingo, and or two guys, really. Makai Wingo and Jordan Jefferson, because here's why. And I did not want to talk about this last night. I didn't want to talk about this last week until we were able to get our eyes on just the team. Like, I've heard a lot of stuff from a lot of people. I have a lot of trusted sources inside that building. They were not going to steer us wrong. But there are some times that, look, man, you just kind of got to see it with your own eyes. I'm going to give you the plan on what I think is going on with LSU and recruiting, maybe why they're not hitting the portal, but we will talk about that. And I will let you judge, right? Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm just going to tell you what I think. Whether I believe it's right, wrong, or indifferent, I don't have a a very strong opinion on that yet, but I will tell you why. So Jordan Jefferson, Makai Wingo, both running uh, in team drills today. A couple other guys that also had hit the portal. Ty G. Hill hit the portal. He was at practice today, and we had reported on Friday, which was confirmed yesterday and today by Brian Kelly and really just Fitzgerald West, by him being there, Fitzgerald West, who is also in the transfer portal, is going to participate in this bowl game versus Wisconsin. Let's talk about the practice. Number one, Garrett Nussmeyer, to me, at least today at practice, he had the three things I always look for. I thought he had a fantastic day. I thought he commanded the huddle really well. I thought he commanded the drills very well. I thought he commanded coming in and out of breaks, out of checks, even making some checks at the line. And Brian Kelly and Denbrock, Mike Denbrock, allowing him to change things up when he saw something, getting into a play that he liked. I love that. Because if you're going to do it in the game, why not do it in practice, let the play play out, 
and allow for if there's a mistake for you to correct him. There are a couple touchdown passes thrown. I thought from August, Sheldon Sampson, the five-star wide receiver at Catholic High from Catholic High School, was not even remotely close to being ready. Well, today there were some passes and some things that he did did that I was like, oh, okay. So the entire year, Sheldon Sampson has grown and developed and maybe just been a little bit humbled by being in the SEC, being a part of a team and an offense like LSU. But there are two players that stole the day for me. Number one, it's Garrett Nussmeyer. Look, there are a lot of things, okay, that we have said on this show about Garrett. I said last year, going into the year, I didn't think he was ready. Physically, do I think he was ready? Yeah, I think physically he was ready. It was all about the mental. There were three passes today, Darren Team. And just just in case you're just joining us, this wasn't like a pity pat, let's two-hand touch. This was tackle football. Like, they were getting after it today. Multiple times, Garrett Nussmeyer got a little rush on him and would check the ball down. Hey, man, this guy is wide open. Aaron Anderson is running a drag route, about a five-yard drag route. He is my dump off. He is my check down. I'm going to hit it to him. I'm going to I'm going to play to live another down. And he he was sharp, man. I am not going to This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Say that they look like that today they did not look like what I saw in camp with Jane Daniels as quarterback one. But I gotta admit something. They I, I'm not saying they're far, I'm not gonna say they're not far off. They're not as far off as you would think a backup quarterback stepping into a role would be. Now, we could go out there Thursday and go out to practice on Thursday and Garrett Nussmeyer lay a flat egg. Like him look like a Duke water. Not look good at all. Today, he put on he he, he showed up. I thought he had a fantastic day. Decision-making, leading, and decision-making being the biggest, but decision-making, leading, and just kind of like being the veteran dude, being the leader. They go into a break, all right? Like, all right, Brian Kelly blows the whistle. Everybody get a break. First guy there, Garrett Nussmeyer. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Like, let's go finish this shit. And I'm like, all right. Like, it's time to go, Garrett. Like, let's go. Nussbus, crank that son of a bitch up, and let's get moving let's crank that son of a bitch up and let's get moving big big day in my opinion from Garrett Nussmeyer now you know and you have heard from me multiple times like you a lot of you if you've watched any part of the 835 episodes besides this and that we've done I am very tough on quarterbacks 
very <laughs> tough on quarterbacks. If there's one thing that we have been right about, I might have been wrong about a thousand other things. One thing that one thing that we have been dead ass accurate on in covering LSU as quarterbacks. Great day by Nuss. Fantastic day by Nuss. But I will tell you something. There was one throw that almost got intercepted, but it wasn't Garrett Nussmeyer's fault. I think we might have found something at corner. Brian Thomas Jr., as I said earlier, along with Malik Neighbors, were playing today. They were out there at practice. Now, Malik was kind of, you know, he, he I don't want to say he wasn't going full speed, but after he caught a pass, he was kind of like, hey, man, don't tackle me. I will punch you in the throat. Do not tackle me. I'm not trying to get injured in college right before the draft. Like, he would just hop out of bounds. Like, hey, man, don't, don't do nothing stupid. He was full speed throughout the route after the catch. He wouldn't really go and go complete Malik Neighbors. Brian Thomas Jr. was, though. And multiple times today, Ashton Stamps, the kid from Rummel, he, he was kind of locked down a little bit. Like, there was a fade route, a beautiful pass by Garrett Nussmeyer on a fade route. And, man, I don't think, I legitimately don't think I have seen better coverage this year by a corner and bumped him, bumping, because they were playing bump to bump, man to man coverage on the outside. JV and Toviano on one end, Ashton Stamps on the other, bump and run, man to man coverage. Thought Toviano struggled in bump and run. Ashton Stamps did not, did not whatsoever. Should have had a pick. It hit him in the chest. He turned his head. He was covering Brian Thomas Jr., hit him in the chest, he dropped it. And I'm going to tell you something. The entire team went ballistic. It wasn't just the defense. It wasn't just the defensive staff. The entire team was like, you know what, man? Like, hey, okay, we got something here. We are young in a lot of places in the secondary. Ashton Stamps was the second best performer today for me in practice. Without question, was the second best. He should have come down with the pick. He should have been able to get the ball. It's a massive thing if you're able to get turnovers, and especially when you're playing against a guy today in bump and run, man-to-man coverage, and the dude's name's Brian Thomas. It's not like he's going up against another freshman or another dude that hasn't played that we have not seen be a great. Brian Thomas is an all-time LSU great. He's one of the best receivers to ever play here. Look at what he did this year. And you have Ashton Stamps, the freshman, bump and run, man-to-man coverage on the outside, beating him. I like that. But the third thing. And some of you aren't going to like this. Matt House was still calling the defense. And I don't know if there's going to be any change until after the bowl game. He called your defense today. Um, One thing I will give him, at least from my vantage point, for 45 minutes, defense played pretty hard. They played physical. They attacked Garrett Nussmeyer. They attacked the receivers. They didn't look bad. Now, I will admit there were some blown coverages. Like, 
One blown coverage. Malik Neighbors comes in motion, runs an out route. JV and Toviano misses or blows the coverage. Malik Neighbors gets a catch. Garrett Nussmeyer's right there. I mean, it was give and take. 1,000% give and take. They run a little swings screen pass to Trey Holly on the outside. JV and Toviano completely bullied the wide receiver and got the tackle in the backfield. They were playing the bump and run man-to-man that we've been asking for all year. What has taken them so long, I have no absolutely idea. No clue. But I thought overall, from start to finish, I thought it was a really good practice for both sides. It honestly reminded me a lot of what we saw last year in 2022. Offense got one, defense got one. Offense got one, defense got two. Offense turns around, gets three, defense gets two. That is exactly how today went. Whether it was Trey Holly, Josh Williams, Caleb Jackson, who were rotating with the ones at running back, LSU wasn't allowing a lot of rushing yards today. And again, they were getting after it. Thought Omar Spades did okay. I thought he did pretty well. Didn't look bad against a really good offensive line. All in all, I was very intrigued by what I saw. And you can say that I am being a homer. Guys, I will keep it as real with you as I can. But there were 25 other media people that were there. And if they don't tell you that exact same thing, and a lot of you have questioned us over the years about, oh, Blake's just stirring up shit. Well, I think we're done with that now. When I came out here in preseason camp and said, I think Jane Daniels can win a Heisman, and he won the son of the bitch, right? Like, he won it. So don't question me about what I'm seeing at practice ever again. We will mute your ass. But one thing I walked away from the practice today, Makai Wingo, Jordan Jefferson, Jacoby and Guillory, Mason Smith, the four defensive tackles, four of them. All were in attendance practicing. Now, a lot of us, okay, have been asking the question, why LSU has not attacked the transfer portal harder along the defensive line and at DB? Because Makai Wingo had surgery six weeks ago, and he's out being a full participant full participant at practice it begs the question from me well if you had surgery six weeks ago and you're gonna go to the NFL draft why are you out here practicing and potentially hurting yourself when you're about to go into the or go into the NFL draft hmm same with Jordan Jefferson now maybe Jefferson needs to play the game to show more but I mean at this point guys how much more film can a guy like Justin Jefferson show like this game doesn't mean anything there's nothing else he can do here's my thought and it's strictly a thought now I'm gonna allow you to have your own opinion on this because I have not gathered all of my thoughts on it completely this is what I think now Most of you have asked why I believe that LSU has not hit the transfer portal harder. I think it's because dudes are coming back, man. 
I, I think that you're returning your entire defensive line. I Mainly, I think you're returning your linebacking core. And minus guys like Andre saying maybe Major Burns moves on, I think you're damn near going to return everybody. Now, the problem is, is when you have a defense that's that bad, okay, you could say, well, it's not a good thing that everybody's returning. Well, you still got Jordan Gilbert that's returning right he's a day one starter and he he's the best secondary piece that you have right now I do think that guys like Kylan Jackson okay the safety from Zachary who played a lot today is gonna push Major Burns to start he's gonna push him along with Denim Springs his own Deshaun McBride we got a long way to go till 2024 camps kicks off we got to we got spring we got camp we got game. I mean, we're so far away from knowing how this will play out. I don't know if they're not going to add another corner, maybe two, but I think you get guys like J.K. Johnson back. I, I don't know if Denver Harris and Deuce Chestnut will be on this team next year, but you do have pieces. You do have a guy like Ashton Stamps, who, guys, I'll be honest with you, if that dude plays like that, about what we just talked about, him guarding and covering Brian Thomas Jr., that dude can play in the SEC. That dude can be a, a good – the cornerback that I saw today out of Rummel, Ashton Stamps, could be your next dude. I, 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 I Hand to God on my life, hand to God, that kid balled out today. That kid looked good. Can he put it together? Can this team put it together? But my overall opinion is on why you're not attacking the portal the way maybe some of you believe that they should is because they don't have the they don't have the roster spots because they have convinced everybody to return. Now, the only thing I will say, the only thing I will say, teams that have high retrition rate when seniors come back let's just use the sec do you want to know the teams that have had the most retrition uh not retrition attrition rate from juniors coming back and playing their senior year do you want me to name them over the last five years you ready 2022 was georgia 2021 it was georgia this is the stats that we pulled up earlier today. So 2022 Georgia, 2021 Georgia, 2020 was Alabama, 2019 was LSU, 2018 was Alabama, they got beaten in the national title game. Have no idea what just happened. Have no idea what just happened. (laughs) Oh, God. That was weird. What was the last thing that y'all heard before I went out? What was the last thing y'all heard before I went out? Y'all tell me in the chat. 
God, that's funny. I don't know what happened. I was on the screen the next minute I wasn't. My light bill's paid for, man. What was the last thing y'all heard I heard me say? All right, let me repeat it. Let me repeat it. Just because um, something happened. I have no idea. All right. Paul Sub, Paul, Paul Sub, you're probably right. All right. This is our stat. Now, we did not get this. We got this from the SEC and graduation rates and seniors on teams. The last five teams in the SEC that had the best retrition rate from 2022 in the past five years. 2022 was Georgia. 2021, it was Georgia. 2020, it was Alabama. 2019, it was LSU. And 2018, it was Alabama. Huh, so what what does that mean? Now, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen next year for LSU. Don't I am not saying they're going to a national championship. Not even close. But the most experienced teams, the most senior-laden teams in the last five years in the SEC... All of them either won or played for a national title. So, which begs the question, am I saying this right? Retention rate? Am I saying this right? <laughs> but yeah, either played or got beat in the, in the national title. Is it retention, attrition, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I think it's retention rate. Hold on. Yeah, SEC retention rate on seniors return or juniors returning to their senior year. Retention rate. Maybe it is attrition. What the hell do I know? What the hell do I know? <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, indeedy. Yes, 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 indeedy. All right. We do need to get to a break. What What else we need to talk about? Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, early signing day tomorrow. What do we think? What are we hearing? What do we think? Let's do that next. Let's talk about some recruiting. What do I think LSU is going to do there? What do I think they're going to do in the portal? Uh, I just told you. Um, excuse me. I just told you what I thought, why they're not going after players in the portal and the defense or on the defense, um, especially in the interior of the defensive line. Have your own opinion on it. I'm just giving you the stats that's what's true. All right. Let's get to a quick break. We'll talk about uh, recruiting early signing day next. Let's talk about Carol Foss. Let's talk about our good friends of the Drake Williams Law Firm, our good friend Steve Bean over at Bayou Daiquiri's and Bayou Bowl to go. But I got to talk about my good friend and my good friends over at Avid Inspection Specialists, where a peace of mind happens. Residential and commercial inspections, they do it all. 
mold inspections, asbestos inspections, lead inspections, drone inspections. They even got 11-month new warrant, home warranty inspections as well. Go to their website if you're about to buy a home, purchase a business, avidspecialist.com. That's avidspecialist, A-V-I-D, specialist.com. Or give them a call, 225-717-5591. That's 225-717-5591 because, like we said, where a peace of mind happens. Let's talk about recruiting. Early signing day tomorrow. Let's talk about it next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements by the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive through daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Because you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. So our good buddy over at Rafino and Joe show, Joe DeLeon, my co-host. Today, he does uh, very big in the NFL draft, goes to the Senior Bowl every year, uh, is invited by Jim Nagy to go to Mobile. Joe does a draft show every single year, does a, a big board and scouts a lot of players for the NFL. Today he came out with and his just a couple of picks. He had Malik Neighbors going before Jaden Daniels, which I don't think is going to happen. To the New York football giants, I surely hope that Malik Neighbors does not go there. It just made me think about that when I played this. And then he had Jane Daniels going number 10 to the Atlanta Falcons. And let me just say this. I will throw up if Jane Daniels goes to Atlanta. Like, I will physically not be okay. Physically, I will not be okay. 
So, I, I, I can't deal with it. I, I see that the chat is, is pretty big on this attrition and retention rate. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, early signing day. Let's talk about it. Everybody that's on the gram, thank you so much for being here. We are live on Instagram. We'll be doing a lot more reels and stuff like that. So, AYS underscore sports is where you can follow us on the gram. Go do it for more content that is going to be coming out. So, LSU has 27 hard commits led by a lot of in-state Louisiana guys. Trey Des Green, the tight end from Zachary, Louisiana, who I think is a freak of nature. 6'7", 225 pounds. Look, I, I think that he's just a, a mismatched nightmare and a big addition. Now, LSU, depending on what service you look at, is currently 12th. Um... I mean, yeah. Could it be a little bit better? Could they have gotten some guys? Yeah. Um, I, I I still think they've had a decent class. I think there's one glaring hole, pause, one glaring hole that they did not recruit well, and we'll talk about that. But you do have some big-name guys in this class, some really good guys. Uh, Deshaun McBride, who was a guy that I know that this show and myself, we were on very early in the process – I think Deshaun McBride, who's 6'2", 6'3", 205 pounds from Denham Springs, I think he can come in and, and compete early, be on special teams, cover in special downs. I, I think the kid's a special player. He caught nine interceptions last year as a junior, saw him catch multiple touchdowns as a wide receiver. I think he is just an athletic freak. Reminds me a lot of Eric Reed, the former safety at LSU. I like Deshaun McBride. Colin Billiot, Jelani Watkins, Weston Davis, which, by the way, Weston Davis, the 6'6", offensive lineman, 275 pounds out of Beaumont, Texas, he's also a pretty big basketball player. And if you have not seen the Weston Davis basketball highlights, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. Here's the thing. Of the top guys in your class, Trey Green, Deshaun McBride, Kylan Billiot, Jelani Watkins, Weston Davis, Caden Durham. All of those are on the offensive side of the football, besides one of them. And I think Tylen Singleton, the linebacker out of Manny, I think he's going to be a special player. I don't think that you – I think that what has happened here, at least for me personally, is – I think that you've recruited so well on the offensive side of the ball. Now, there's guys like Cohen Eccles, the offensive lineman who could potentially commit and sign with LSU tomorrow instead of LSU and Auburn. You could sign six offensive linemen in this upcoming class. I think you're doing so many great things, okay, offensively that it's just like, damn, dude, like, you're not missing really a lot of beats on offense. You're really not. Now, I do think that your linebacking core with Keys and Singleton and Atkins, it has a potential to be very special. Like, this linebacking core could be very, very, very good. I actually like the DB dudes that you brought in. I think P.J. Woodland, who, by the way, 
We will figure out a little bit more on. I'll make some phone calls tonight. Sounds like Ole Miss wants to try to get back in the fold here. I do not think that they will be able to. We will find out. Nevertheless, okay, I think that you've recruited pretty decent in all areas but one. Let me ask this before I say it. Before I say it, what position group do you think that I'm about to talk about that you missed in? Put it in the chat. Right now, put it in the chat. I'm very, very intrigued by what you're about to say. What position group do you think that we're about to talk about? I'm going to give you a second to figure that out. (laughs) Which, by the way, PJ Woodland just tweeted out four minutes ago. Thumb down, hashtag go Tigers. Yes, indeed. God, I love fucking, I fucking love that kid, PJ Woodland. Dude, I think B.J. Woodland's a fucking steal. I, I, I'm just being honest. I think he's a fucking steal. Um, let's look in here. Here it is. David, D.T., Julius, Edge, or D.T.? Both. 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 I think you've done some good things at D.B. I think P.J. Woodland, who, by the way, is the Mississippi Player of the Year. P.J. Woodland. Mississippi player of the year. I think Causey is another little good corner. Actually kind of tall. Dude, I saw Bernard Causey in person a while back. He's my, like, dude, I will get a tape measure and you can measure me, Pauls. But I'm 6'2 and a half. That kid is 6'2. The kid is 6'2. Kid's got some length on him. You have not recruited well along the defensive line at all. And if you want to know why your class is number 12 in the country, it is because of that. I think you've gotten good dudes. I think you've gotten tweeners. Collage Cobbins, he's not going to play here at 200 pounds. Gabe Relaford, 6'2", 260. Maybe he can see some reps early. We'll have to wait and see. C.J. Jackson, 6'5", 225. I think that he needs a year or two to grow, Okay. All of that being said, all of uh, Ahmad Bro, who I thought and said last year and was screaming from the rafters, might be the best player in 5A last year from just how dominant he was and is at Ruston. I don't know if any of those do. I, I think those dudes are really solid players. I don't know if you have the dude along the defensive line like you've recruited along, along the offensive line. That is why your class is at 12. You got a really solid class everywhere else. It's one position group that you're missing. I'm just being honest. I'm just being real with you. That is where you missed. You don't have a D-line coach. Your D-line coach, unfortunately, got uh, fell ill in preseason, and you had a guy that's playing catch-up in John Jancic. That is the position group you missed in the most. I, I, I mean, offensive line, 
you know, Layton says on YouTube, can only do so much without a coach all year. That's true. But here will be the question. Now, there are rumors. Rumors, 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 rumors. Rumors. What's Don McKinley about to do? Now, if you can get a guy like Don McKinley, you do feel a little bit better. Now, I think Don's got some development he's got to do. Not going to be the one to shy away from it. Um, he would be a nice addition. If you're able to hire the defensive line coach that I think that you're going to get, I think – if LSU is able to land the dude that I think they're going to get, I think Don McKinley, when Brian Kelly and Frank Wilson went home with him, they told him and gave him a pretty good idea of who it's going to be and that it's a guy that he already knows. And there's a reason why Don McKinley is pushing things back. Now, can he sign tomorrow? Yes. But if he signs tomorrow, it's not with LSU. I, I don't think. Uh, but here's, here's the bad thing about that. Because we sit here at 7.56 on a Tuesday night. Guys, shit can change. And that's why you need to be on the form. Shit could change in a blink of an eye. We could be, last year, I will never forget this as long as I live. Last year... I was up until 2.30 in the morning, went to, went to sleep from 2.30 to 3.30, got a phone call about, thing, about A&M trying to tamper with dudes already on the team. Just insane, dude. Insanity. Tonight, we, just, we, we will not sleep. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to sleep. I think it's big for LSU that he pushes it back. I don't feel good if he... If he makes a surprise and commits and signs tomorrow or reconfirms a commitment and signs tomorrow. I don't feel good about it at all, at all. Let him go until February. Convince him to go till February because nothing's going to change. He's not a midterm enrollee anyway. Like literally nothing changes. And if anything for Don McKinley, if you know Don McKinley, clip what I'm about to say and send it to him. Literally nothing changes for Dominic McKinley if he commits tomorrow and signs tomorrow or he signs in February. The truth is, because he's unsigned into February, more he would make more money. Guys, you know how this game's played. You know how the sausage is made. At least I think some of you are coming to the idea and understanding of how the sausage is made. But the bottom line is, He's going to make more money waiting until February than if he signed tomorrow. I promise you. you got to be able to reject the first offer because Texas A&M and Texas are coming. Elko's got to make a big splash tomorrow. He wants to make a big splash tomorrow. Don't think he will, but he needs to. Now, there's one other guy that we hadn't talked about. And there could be other guys that LSU circles back on after tomorrow happens. Terry Bussey. Terry Bussey was in Baton Rouge more than he was in or at Texas A&M all year. He went to LSU and Baton Rouge more this year than College Station. 
He pushed his commitment back to February 2 and signing. Let's see if that sticks. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What I know is I feel confident that you can land one of the two. I don't feel confident you can land both of them. Now, again, long time until February. Long time until February. We'll see what happens. Um, but I feel good about the class. I don't feel good, good about what happened along the defensive line. Just being real with you. Think they got to get better there. Adding Adama McKinley would be huge. We'll see. We'll see. I would, yes, I, I, I'm seeing some of your, um, your comments, um, Here's what I believe happened. What I believe happened with Don McKinley is not only did the A&M thing happen, I think when Brian Kelly and Frank Wilson went home with him, and and again, just opinion, just opinion. What I think happened (laughs) was he was told that the next LSU defensive line coach he knows and has talked to and and that coach has recruited him at a high level, and – We'll see. Now, look, LSU's got to close on things. And I'm going to be real with you. Now, listen to me and listen to me close. Because a lot of you said that I w- I didn't love LSU last night when I talked glowingly. Um, oh, Instagram disconnected. Oh, well. Hold on, guys. All right, hold on. Here we go. All right, what were we talking about? Sorry, we just got disconnected on um, on Instagram. Oh, 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 oh. Here's the thing. You have a defensive line coach that will be coming into the SEC next year who's from this state. Now listen to me. You got money. I know you got money. I know Texas has more money than you. I I, I get it. Because Texas has more money than us. Go fucking get him. Go get him. Stop this pussyfooting around. You cleared $90 million last year. When everybody tells me LSU's behind, if LSU wanted to, they're not doing this. I'm just throwing out a thought. If LSU wanted to throw a million dollars into the NIL for the transfer portal, like the school, like the administration, 
They could do it. They lost a million dollars last year, giving it to Brian Kelly, and then an auditor's LLA caught them, and he had to pay it back, which he didn't really care. He doesn't do his accounting. He just gets paid a check. He's got accountants that deal with that, all that shit. Go get him. Go get him. Give him a massive war chest. Start organizing this shit. Because I'm going to tell you something. They better pick... Listen, you paid a lot of money to go get Brian Kelly. It's about time you start putting your damn foot down and start making shit happen. You can say whatever you want about me. Oh, Blake's full of shit. You can have your purple and gold rose, rose-colored glasses on. I'm telling you the truth. We got to get moving in some areas. Not in NIL. You're spending a shitload of money in NIL. I, guys, <laughs> there are people that are watching this show that know that I am telling the truth on what we do and what other people do. There is a lot of shitload of money being spent in NIL. It's time to go out there and spend more of it. Let's go knock their asses out. Middle finger to... T- I, I don't like it. Billy Lucci said today, Billy Lucci, the CEO of Texas, says he doesn't like LSU, right? Like Billy Lucci on his show today. And look, I, I respect the shit out of Billy Lucci. He's built a fantastic company. Say what you want about him. I mean, it is what it is. The dude's built a fantastic company. I saw somebody post something today in reference to him saying he hates LSU. Well, buddy, we don't like A&M. Go make your cups. We don't like you either. LSU's tampering. Dog, you know and I know what you did a couple recruiting classes ago. You know and I know the exact contracts that you were handing out in 2022 to freshmen. I've been in law for 12 years. I've seen that contract that your collective handed out with my own eyes. These two. Oh, my God, LSU separate. Dog, you paid for people to come here. Pay for play. Shut up. Shut up. You don't want to get in this war with me. I argue for a living. That's what... People in my profession do. You argue for a living. Todd, hit me up in the DMs. Oh, there's a fun. But let me just tell you something. Don't come to me with this pity pat. I'm going to give $20. We need money. Put $100 a month into something. All right. Leighton, they will take Tommy Moffitt. Don't bother me none. Jacob, no. Uh-uh. He is in the bowl game, though. I hope he don't. Late, uh, who said is that? Jacob? Shit's about to get fun. All right. 
Let's get out of here. By the way, before I get out, before I leave, before I leave, there's like 700 of you in, in here. Before I leave. Um, Ryan C says, damn good show tonight. I know, man. Thank you. We, you would think we'd done this shit 900 times. Before I leave, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. I, uh, I started this carnivore diet. Dude, <laughs> dude, this shit is insane. This shit's insane. I am down 21 pounds. Um, but then I'm going to, you know, what's going to happen. Christmas is going to come around and I'm going to eat this shitload of food, dude. I ate a ribeye steak yesterday from lunch and did not eat until breakfast this morning. And I had two eggs and a sausage patty. I'm telling you, dude, bring big, bring, bring in sexy back. Dude. Huh. Huh. Uh, got a little workout in. You'll see those. you see those. Uh. Uh. Dude, that carnivore diet is not a joke, dude. It's not a joke. I love every second of it i hate that keto shit eat all them vegetables eat all them vegetables i dog i i just got to i'm a believer i look man aaron miller can you play dd hell no i'm too white um dude it is legit i ate two tonight i ate two hamburger like hamburger patties Hey, girl, what you look like? <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying, I'm a believer. Believe. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.